Welcome back to the Winners Club, formerly known as the Dub Club, to the podcast known as the Dub Podcast, where we're here to give winning information and knowledge to benefit you and your future and your success. Because the advantage of understanding your wallet, your financial situation, is going to prepare you for tomorrow, building towards generational wealth, acquiring the things that you aspire to have. And so this episode today, we're breaking into the 1040 world, the U.S. Individual Income Tax Return, because it is January. It is the year 2023, and we want to drop some knowledge there that'll make filing taxes and understanding the lingo just a little bit more easier for you, because with that knowledge comes power, and when there is power in the tax world, that is because of the understanding, because of the knowledge. And you can use what we deem as scary, the tax code, to our advantage. So that way we avoid our taxes and pocket a lot of our hard-earned money. So first and foremost, when you're looking at the 1040, the simple information, which is your filing status, your name, your dependents, uh, what deductions that you that you signed up for via your W-4, if you put single on there, married, filed singly, uh, having the allowances there, uh, you put those down there. So that way they take less. But we're always encouraged uh, that you allow the IRS, you allow your employer to rip everything from you right at the top and consider it somewhat of a savings account that you'll be able to capture when you end up filing your taxes. So let's get right into this episode. And the first comment I have to say is filing taxes is truly no easy task. It is in no way simple. There are dozens, tens, hundreds of different situations and circumstances that you'll be able to use via uh, tax deductions, tax credits, to your advantage depending on your filing status and your employment status and your situation overall. So there's a lot of moving parts in there. Whether you're high income, medium income, low income, no income, or simply unemployed, there are advantages that you'll be able to take so that way you can get some money back. So that way you can reduce your taxable liability. So those come in forms of forms and schedules that we use to file our taxes, and they are there, they're implemented and created and designed to help you save money. Save money as in keep more of the money that you've earned. And the greater you understand and have the knowledge of the tax code, the easier it will be to utilize that to your advantage and do the supreme, the smart, the advantageous, the genius tax avoidance. Not evasion, avoidance. Meaning you're doing it the legal way, understanding the tax code, using it to your advantage. The advantages are there. They've been written in black and white, so don't be afraid to use them. However, not a lot of people, not a lot of people have that knowledge. And, you, and it creates somewhat of a fear. Some people get a little bit anxious or have the high anxiety when it comes to the IRS coming knocking on your door and taking everything. So don't have that fear. We're trying to limit that a little bit by dropping a little bit of information. Again, 
You can't see it, but I'll lift it up. It's kind of heavy. This is my tax book. It constantly gets updated. This thing is huge. And uh, yeah, I had to put it in the Bible. So that's just a visual representation of what tax information I have, what it is that we utilize so that way we can limit people's tax liability, but also maximize the tax return that they get. It's a lot of tricks, a lot of lefts and rights and hoops that you have to go through. So again, it's not easy. But let's talk about the very first thing, which is your income and your income being taxed. So we all know we go from 10% all the way up to 37%. And so we want to clearly explain what the marginal tax rate is so there is no confusion when we hear that. So when you hear the marginal tax rate, it refers to the rate paid on each individual dollar above a particular threshold. So think of it as splitting up your income into different buckets, but each bucket has a different rate, tax rate attached to it. So take a single person that has 600,000 in taxable income a year. We're gonna divide that into the federal government's seven tax bracket, ranging from 10 to 37%. And each bracket's tax rate applies only to the money that's within that bucket. So let me go ahead and, and break this down to you. Let me walk through it. So you got 600,000. You got seven different brackets. We don't do 600,000 divided by seven and put it in each bracket. We don't do that based off of the money. So of the 600,000, 10,200. $75 gets taxed at 10%. The next $31,499 is taxed at 12%. $47,299 at 22%. $80,974 will be taxed at 24%. $45,899 at 32%, and $323,949 will be taxed at 35%, which leaves the remainder to be taxed at 37%, which is $60,105. So that, I hope, breaks it down a little bit, so that way if you're making $600,000, they're not taxing you 37% of 600,000. It's only the money that falls within that income dollar amount range. So that's the marginal tax rate. The next thing that gets, uh, that we go into when it comes to the 1040, so now we have our income, and now we're gonna shift over to how we reduce that taxable income right here on the 1040. That is the tax credit and the deduction. So those work on opposite ends of the equation when it comes to whether you're getting a refund, which is shown on line 34 of your 1040, or if there's money that you owe, which is gonna be shown on line 37 of the 1040. So when we're talking about deductions, what those typically do, they reduce 
the amount of income subject to tax. So they apply before calculating your tax liability. So we don't know what your tax liability is because we need to really know what your true taxable income is. So that's where the deductions come in place. And those are typically going to be standard deductions, they're going to be itemized deductions, and they're going to be qualified business income, whether that shows a profit or a loss. Loss obviously means it's going to reduce your taxable income. Then we shift over to the second page of the 1040, and there's going to be a section called tax and credits. Those tax and credits is going to further reduce what it is that you owe and to credit some of what you've already, you know, kind of paid into, which would be like your federal income tax being withheld, or it could be your child tax credit. So those tax credits are applied after calculating your tax liability, and they subtract from the amount that's specified for you to owe. So you have your income tax credit, which is uh, your earned income tax credit, which is recognized as EIC. And only certain people will qualify for that based on their income and then how many children, the dependents that they have. Then you have the child tax credit, which increases depending on the amount of kids and children that you're responsible for and have. So that's how that basically works. You have your, your income being totaled, that's subject to be taxed at the marginal tax rate. Then we go ahead and we, we plug in the standard deduction. So that's 600,000. Now we're throwing in the standard deductions, the itemized deductions, the qualified business, income deductions, whatever matches you. And now we're reducing that 600,000. Now that 600,000 comes down to what your taxable income is going to be. Then we shift over and we take a look at, based upon line 15 of 1040, we look at line 16 and that's tax. That's gonna show your tax rate based upon the kids that you have, your filing status and your income, what that tax is going to be based upon the number on line 15. Then from line 15, now we're trying to we're starting to add in all of our credits, boom, 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 add in our payments, add in our estimated tax payments, add in our earned income, add in the additional child uh, tax credit, add in the American Opportunity Credit. We add all those numbers up. And so that's gonna be our total credits there and then our tax. If your credit is greater than what you're supposed to be paying in taxes for that bracket, that range, well, then that means you have a tax return. If your credits do not cover all that you're going to end up uh, being taxed at, then that's what we call amount that you owe. So amount that you owe, again, falls on line 37. That's when your income and your payments do not overpay or overcover what line 16 says. And then 34, line 34 indicates that all your credits, all your payments, are well above what that tax is. So that means you receive a refund. So again, when you further dive into it, like I said, there's ups and downs, there's a roller coaster, there's hoops you can go through, there's doors and hallways and houses and all these different avenues in which you can walk through and start 
taking little credits, deductions all over the place to reduce your taxable liability, minimizing how much you owe, or conversely, maximizing how much you return and receive back. So we thank you for joining. And so we're looking forward to being more consistent, dropping more information, tidbits, uh, knowledge, all of the things, all for the purpose of enhancing your financial literacy. Because again, when you have money, the world goes around. But as we're going around, we want to collect, retain, preserve, and pass on to the next generation. So we thank you for joining. We look forward to you guys coming on into the room, having a sit down, gathering close, taking notes, uh, because that's the purpose of this podcast and the purpose of the business overall. Teach, educate, and let's keep moving forward. Thank you for joining. We'll see you guys next time.